resound so good. <laughs> I just like saying that. Resound so good. So good. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, I just ate dinner. Yeah. After hot yoga. Yeah. I feel great. Mm. Um, you greeted me at the door with. Was that underwear you were wearing? My compression bottoms, my compression shorts. Yeah, compression like boxer briefs. Yeah. And just that. Yeah. And maybe socks. Mm, yeah. 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 It's it great. <laughs> Sorry. I was mid mid bite just thinking, I forgot when I told him to show up and then I got a buzz buzz. Ding dong. Yeah. Just, I'm here. Oh, yeah. oh, fuck. All right. Well, I'm not going to let him just sit outside. It's hot outside. You could have, though. I could have. I could have. <laughs> It's yeah, it's you know stupid hot. You, you know what's very unique about hot yoga culture mm. is that it's almost like gym culture, but mm. not really. So gym culture has a bit more standards of how to look and dress and the outfit. And yoga has that too to a certain degree. But when you go to hot yoga and you show up and you're like, why is this guy just wearing what I'm wearing? Like you saw what I entered the mm. door in. There's guys who do hot yoga just like that. Oh, really? Yeah, and then you, you go, don't. I'm assuming. Uh, I wear leggings. Okay. And uh, do you wear a top? Yep, I have okay. a tank top. Um, but I've taken it off at times. But you go, why are? Because from the outside, hot yoga is kind of intimidating, right? It's just everybody's hot and sweaty. It's usually a lot of people in like beautiful shape and they're cut, and it's just these girls with fat asses wearing <laughs> wearing leggings and these ripped dudes with twelve packs, yeah, shirtless, wearing compression shorts, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. walking around. But then you get in there and you realize that, oh, no, well, they're all doing that because they don't want to be weighed down by anything. <laughs> because mm. the the more clothing you have, the more that, A, it sticks to you and gets in the way yeah, during yuck. movements. Yeah. And pose. Like, when you're holding a side angle pose and then you feel like your shirt, like, heavy with your sweat dragging and, like, like sliding down your side. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you realize, oh, no, they all do this because they sweat so much and it's fucking miserable doing this. Yeah. That they want at the any comfort they can find. And for that dude, it's wearing nothing but compression shorts. Right. For that girl, it's wearing, like, a skin-tight bra and <laughs> leggings. For that person, it's... Do you wear, like, a skin-tight top? No. I have, uh, I have uh, like, a flowy, like, yeah. yoga top. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I have not found a top for hot yoga that is effective. I would imagine like a skin tight um, poly, whatever it's called, like, like these Under Armour. Yeah, yeah. So these are gr- these are great. So I'm rubbing his thigh for those who can't yes. see. <laughs> I'm stroking my thigh. <laughs> they're great for like I wear the I wear these, especially this brand, because they're the best brand I found that actually works away the sweat. Mm. So, granted, you can like wring out your clothes afterwards and of, of sweat, but it's uh, it's I don't know uh, the leggings I like because I don't feel beads of sweat dripping down my leg, mm-hmm. and that's right. really annoying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I I actually can see like my leggings start to darken as mm-hmm. I sweat because they're just grabbing it the second I have it, yeah. which is really nice. And it doesn't get thick, right? Because I have Under Armour, I have Reebok, I wear Nike. The brand I wear is Virus. Virus, you should sponsor the show. Uh, Virus. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Virus. Yeah, Virus International. I wear Virus because for me, it's the most effective at it because it doesn't get heavy mm. compared to all the other ones I have. They, they get heavy. soak it up. Yeah, I even my top is I got it for I got it from Santa. It's <laughs> what's I forget the name of that really expensive chic brand like Lulu Lemon or Lululemon Lululemon or, is it Lululemon yeah yeah I got Lululemon yoga tops from mm-hmm. Santa for Christmas two years ago 
and I only have two, and that's all I need because I only go to yoga once a week, so yep. I don't really need two. And they're really nice, but they still get heavy when I sweat. Yeah. Like when I take it off and drop it, it plops <laughs> compared to <laughs> it these. It makes like that. <laughs> yeah. Compared to these, when I take off my leggings or I take off these shorts and I, I drop them, mm-hmm. it's just they flutter. <laughs> so you know, I'm de- dead ass. These are the most effective things I've found and I love them. Do they make a top? A virus? Yeah. I wear virus tops when I work out, when I do stuff at the gym. Gotcha. But I don't, let me tell you something. There's something really gratifying of taking off the sweaty uh, tank top when you're done with class and just being shirtless and just like, I made it. It's over. Oh, my God. It's over. Thank then, you. It's over. And then Chris rings on your doorbell. <laughs> yeah. And then Chris <laughs> rings on the doorbell. Yeah. But, dude, I, I I fucking love doing it. It's It's weird because it's almost euphoric. Hmm. Like there's times like I remember I, I've done classes where people just start crying in the middle of it. They're just so overwhelmed <laughs> by just like they like you hear them sniffling and like sobbing a little bit. And it's just it's just because the release of emotions because you're in such a stressful situation. Yeah. It's not really stressful in the sense that they're just like down dog, up dog, plank, high plank. It's not like that. It's just, it's very accepting, especially the teacher I go to. She's mm. awesome. And it's very accepting where she's very much about just, if your body doesn't want to do this today, that's okay. Because our bodies are meant that to do that. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are meant to fluctuate. We're meant to ebb and flow through life. We're not supposed to be static and rigid and, and try to be forceful with ourselves through day, every single day. That's yeah. not how life is. That's not how yoga is. So if you can't do this position, that's fine. That's just how you are today. Mm-hmm. just be grateful that your body is here and you can do it are there people who like don't do a, like a bunch of the positions <laughs> i did one class with uh, with one of the teachers there i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say the name but anybody who goes to that studio knows her she's very intense <laughs> right mm-hmm. so the teacher i go to she's awesome because she's 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 energetic and she's uh she's hard but it's a very kind accepting gentle personality yeah and, and also just the attitude of class is very just tolerant mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 very it's almost like being hugged it feels like you're being hugged through class yeah which is very nice nice so i feel really comfortable and at ease and and normal being there i feel like myself mm-hmm. this other teacher it feels like i'm doing squats yeah like the mindset it takes to get through her class is like I have to go to weightlifting mode in my mind, which is a very non-yoga mindset. Yeah, for me. exactly. Because when I lift weights, I'm attacking weights. <laughs> I'm attack like I literally think I'm gonna lift this bar up because I'm gonna fucking kill it. So I'm gonna <laughs> lift up this bar, and that's that's the mindset I have. Mm-hmm. I have to. She pushes people so hard to their boundaries. I have to break into that like that that cabinet. That chest, you know, in John Wick, where he has a sledgehammer and he's breaking <laughs> yes. through the ground. Like, I think it's John Wick too. He's smashing. No, through. That's the first one when he decides it's time to get back in. They kill my dog. It's time to get the guns. <laughs> Let me break open the box and then. The I thought floor. that was two. I don't know. Because in number Maybe, two, in number two is when he's talking. To, he's talking to his son and just we're dead. <laughs> Yeah. And, and as he's explaining it to his son, he's like, "What the fuck you mean? You know, we're dead? Like just some punk?" He's like, "You don't know." who the boogeyman is and, yeah. and, and with each like sentence it shows john wick with a sledgehammer like yeah in the dark just slamming and it cuts back and forth <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly that's you in this that's yoga class breaking into the 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 cavern of of just 
a world that I don't usually need to tap into. Mm. But in this case, I did. Like the world is weightlifting world, right? The world like, is the mindset I had to, I have to get through workouts like weightlifting. Okay. Or cardio day yeah. that I have. So I had to like just, push, just push. Here we go. Wham. It's just, oh my God, I'm doing this. Why Wham. is that? Like, say why? What? what do you mean why? What does she do different that makes it so like intense versus the other one? Is it like a different, does she do like different poses along the way? Uh, it's not just poses, it's pace, but it's also just the mentality. So mm-hmm. it's very, okay. So if I said like, do a forward fold, mm-hmm. actually, I, I think I'd had you do a forward fold for your hamstrings one time. <laughs> Maybe. Like, yeah. I think last week or two episodes oh, yeah, ago. Yeah. After, That's after where you like recorded. crouch down and touch the ground and then slowly yeah, straighten out yeah. your legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll take that example. Just, okay, we're going to bend, bend our knees so we can feel the top of our legs with our stomach. And then we're going to slowly raise our hips and then we're just going to breathe in and out. We're going to hold it here. We're going to stay in this forward fold for a few breaths, and then we're going to slowly sit back down, right? Mm -hmm. That's one way of doing it. Yeah. The other way is forward fold. We're holding, stay in forward fold. Yeah. (laughs) Stay. Breathe. Keep breathing. You're good. Sit back. Stand up. Forward fold. Like it's, it's, there's, yeah, that's, that feels so wrong for yoga. Well, it, here's the thing. This is this is like vinyasa yoga. So it's all about breathing through movement. Yeah. So it's all about controlling your breathing with movement. It's mm-hmm. almost it's almost like kung fu. Mm-hmm. Kung fu. It's almost like kung fu to me in a way. Because it's all about the balance and the motion of how you connect your your breathing to your movement, mm-hmm. uh, which is used across everything athletic. Anything athletic requires that, right? Yeah. Like exhaling on the push. When do you inhale? When do you brace your core? When do you like do all these things? Uh, so, so that's she's actually a very popular teacher because some a lot of people use yoga as the gym. Gotcha. And they go to her class to get their shit kicked in. Right. So they they go to her class, but it's such a different mentality. So when I had to break open the chamber of that mentality to bring to yoga, it was a thing where I remember mentally noting. Just holy shit, this is getting so hardcore. And I looked behind me because I was in uh, like a forward position, like downward dog or something. And there was a dude who was just laying on his back, just, just like breathing hard, just, just on his back, splayed out. Just like his tapped head. out for a bit. He just like tapped out. He just went, I can't, I can't do this. I can't keep up with you. This is too much. Yeah. And then one other guy just got up and left. One other dude was just, I can't, I'm going to die if I keep doing this. I just, I have to leave. Did he like say anything or just silently just <laughs> He just silently out got up, went to the bathroom, came, I, I thought he was just pissing. He like washes, splashed some water on his face, came back, rolled up his mat and just walked out <laughs> the fucking room. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's, it's, and it's nothing against her. It's just, you need to be prepared for that kind of class or that kind of teacher. You know, it's, there's very different mentalities and modalities that get deployed for those styles and it's funny i always tell my teacher because i use my apple watch Mm -hmm. when i do my so i burned around 562 calories for an hour wow my heart rate went up to i think 166 (sighs) for yoga yeah you know how much it went up for me doing like leg day I think I burned 230 <laughs> calories, maybe. Yeah. And I think my max heart rate was maybe 130. That's crazy. For me doing like squats. Is this an intense ladies class or no. just in hot yoga? This in is general? just hot yoga. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I 
don't even know what the class is like. I could not get fast whatever the first thing they do. It's is. so hot in there. I, it's I love it. But <laughs> how hot is it? Like one ten something. I think they said they set it to eighty to ninety five before they put on the the steamer. Mm. And then I don't think they they really. So it's steamy too. So it's like oh. rainforest hot. Yeah. Ugh. I was gonna say I brought my friend, one of my best friends. I brought him because he's always wanted to do it. Oh my god, I love this story. So my one of my best friends ever, JC comes up and I, I we planned for him to do hot yoga. And he was excited and he said, I'm going to do hot yoga. It's going to be cool. I've always wanted to do it. So he shows up at my house with sweatpants and like a t-shirt. <laughs> and I said, uh, what's that for? And he said, oh, it's for, it's for hot yoga tomorrow. And I said, that's, it's hot yoga. He said, yeah. And I said, that's not a good idea. And he said, is it going to be that bad? And I said, you're going to die if you wear sweatpants <laughs> and a t-shirt. Out. Yeah. He said, no, really? I said, dude, I wear basically underwear and I'm sweating through everything. <laughs> Just, and I don't sweat that easily. Yeah. So, yeah, wow. it's bad. We need to go buy you stuff tonight. And he was laughing. Just, no, I really? And I said, yes, yes, really. You're not coming in that. <laughs> you, you don't get it. That's not okay to wear sweatpants to this. That's a bad idea. So, long story short, he gets, he gets, he buys, uh, like really breathable shorts. Mm-hmm. He has, he has compression underwear and he buys a really breathable, top yep excuse me fast forward to the end of class and he's just sitting there like he turns to me and i said after after everything was over i said so did you like it and he looked at his hands he put them up to me and they were turning white he said i'm pruned from sweat (laughs) oh my god and i was laughing and i said oh my god and he said I thought I was going to pass out, so I had to sit. That's why I was sitting down a bunch of times, because sometimes when I stood from a position, I thought I was going to pass out, so I had to sit down. I don't want to pass out in class. I said, dude, you could have left. He's no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. It's just he's really tall. Yeah. And the infrared heaters are right at the ceiling, like right where that light is. <laughs> so if you stand up. You're, uh, you're baking. You're baking. <laughs> so he was just saying, yeah, no. And then he took his shirt off, and he was outside just just like that glass just poured on the ground just (laughs) that is insane and i then i said to him you see why you can't wear sweatpants to this fucking shit he was like yeah i probably would have actually gone into a cardiac arrest or something if i had sweatpants on (laughs) i would have been that would have been the worst thing ever that's crazy you should do it with me nope Um, (laughs) how long is it (laughs) uh it's only an hour That's you know what's awesome about it. You know what's awesome about it. The closest thing I can relate to it is not working out. Mm -hmm. It's not sparring or fighting in martial arts. Spicy food. It's not spicy food. It's not playing hockey. It's it's so unique because it reminds me of when I did a tough mutter. Yeah, and I was ill prepared for the tough mutter. Mm -hmm. It was at Mount Snow in Vermont. It was ten miles of obstacle courses up the mountain and down the mountain. (laughs) I blew out like both my legs. Uh, I got tendonitis in my left in my left leg and my uh, kneecap for about four months afterwards, five months. Yeah, I got fucked up from it. The pain I went through in that tough mutter and the feeling of accomplishment that I persevered through the toughness, I overcame the obstacles, is the same accomplishment you feel when you bow at the end and you say namaste and it's done. And then somebody opens the door and you feel cold air. That same feeling. <laughs> like the Arctic chill. <laughs> that same, that it's the same feeling of just to push yourself through an hour or more of hot yoga 
is just such a perseverance type thing. Mm. It's so difficult because you're putting yourself through something very tough, very hard. You know? Yeah. It's almost like you ever do spin class? Um, Like maybe once. It's like spin class. Yeah. It's like spin class where it's just, you're just thinking, please, if there's a God or any gods out there, is this almost <laughs> over? And then you realize you're only 15 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh my God, I have 45 minutes left of this. It's that kind of, I made, th- I, I, I went through this and I came out the other side and I did it. Do you still get that feeling like every time you go? Yes. <laughs> wow. It doesn't get easier. You just know what to expect. Yeah. I know how hot it gets. Yeah. I know... I know how, actually, lie, it's been getting hotter because it's been getting hotter outside. Oh. And I started going when it was cold in the fall. So I don't know what it's like when it's hot out. And it's... It actually gets hotter in the room? Yes. Because there's like less cold from the outside the window affecting yeah. or whatever. And the humidity and all that stuff. Yeah. No, it's it's getting... Last week, I was saying to my friend that I went with tonight, Tomek, uh, who was on here. Yeah. Uh, I was telling... he He's my hot yoga buddy. Cool. We go every week together. Oh, wow. I was telling him, because we didn't go together last week, I told him, dude, last week, or I think two weeks ago, was the first time in my entire yoga slash hot yoga experience where I thought, I think I need to leave class for a second. I need to go get like a breath of air. Yeah. Because I, I was fine. I was fine. It's the normal suffering of just, this is hot. This is difficult. Breathe. It's all about bre- focus on the breathing. You feel great when you breathe. Then out of nowhere, it just went, my brain just fucking panicked. Like the room was on fire and just went like, oh my God, you're dying. Oh my God, get out of here. Cool. Your brain started working for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so I, fr- I was in the, I was in a pose and I remember thinking, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are we freaking out? Why are we freaking out? We know what it's like. We've been doing this. And for some reason, my body was just, was just screaming. Just don't do this. This is bad. Get out of here. Get out of here. Escape, escape, escape. And I ignored it and I was fine, but it was the first time that's happened. And I remember after class thinking that was weird because mm-hmm. that teacher was it. Oh, it's the, it's my teacher. The it's huggy the, one. <laughs> the huggy one. Yeah. Yes. The, 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 the gentle pace one. Yes. That's the one I go to. Um, that, yeah. And I was, I remember thinking, and it's not that she's easy. Her mm-hmm. classes are not simple and easy. Right. They're difficult. They're still difficult, but yeah does she do it all while giving instruction sometimes if there's not if there's room for her to do it she sometimes she'll just say i'm gonna practice with you guys and she'll do everything in class while she talks us through it but does she typically just like stand there and just she usually walks through and she helps people in positions yeah so if you're really tight and you don't or you don't know a position yeah she'll walk over and just show you and just like move your arm a certain way yeah especially if she sees that you have the range of motion to do something but mm-hmm. your, your body's not used to it mm-hmm. she'll help put you in that position and you go oh that's where the arm's supposed to be gotcha like that kind of stuff oh yeah that does hurt more yeah <laughs> so she goes around and helps everybody kind of stay on point and on task Nice. And also to make sure people aren't in a dangerous position to hurt themselves. So if you're doing something wrong, she'll come up and just say, let's put your knee down so you don't have too much stress on the, like your foot or something. You know, it's, just, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's more just making sure everybody gets through class properly. Nice. Yeah. You cool. should really, you should. So what are your, what, what's your apprehensions of doing hot yoga? You said it's hard, period. That's, <laughs> you don't like doing anything. That means hard? it's 10 times too hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, come on. Uh, you could do it. There's like 50 and 60-year-old women that do it. Yeah. <laughs> Pass. 
pass still Why? pass Why? I so I have no want to do this yet at least I've been uh eating pretty healthy and like going on walks and stuff so good for like, you baby steps good for you um but like I hate the hot today it was like 78 in my yeah. apartment because like we just don't use the air conditioner really we just deal with whatever temperature Wait, it is. you don't need to at 78 or 80 yeah it would be nice to but we don't okay and i was just sitting there on the couch just uh, like all day today and then i made a couple pizzas so like every time you open the oh oven, yeah it's then, like why then the kitchen is hot as <laughs> shit yeah, exactly. and everything yeah um so i hate the hot i hate working out there are patches i'll go through where i'm like i could work out like every day this week and i do and i'm like cool and then like sometimes it'll last like two weeks or a month and i'm like great and then i just kind of fall off i'm like oh yeah i hate that um see that's that's the hard part because you're not the only person i know who's you're one of i think four people in my life that all aim to be healthy Mm -hmm. or at least have an actual understanding and cognitive uh like, like awareness, yeah. awareness and understanding of just, yeah, I should work out. It'd be mm-hmm. good. But it's hard, not because you guys don't have the lack of work ethic or want. It's hard because for me, and I, again, I said this to Tomek yesterday at the gym. I turned to him and I said, is it weird that you and I love suffering? <laughs> that we love difficult physical labor. Like we do tire flips. I don't know if you've ever done that. There's giant truck tires. Mm-hmm. And you squat down, you pick it up, you throw it, like you jump on it, jump off it, run to the other side, flip it, push it forward, that kind of shit. Like we love it. I like those kind of workouts. Like the well, workouts where you're actually doing something, kind of. You're just flipping a tire back and forth like an idiot. But like, <laughs> but you're doing something other than moving a bar or running on a treadmill. Like if I were to run to work out, I would prefer to run on a track or run around the block. Versus okay. just run like a hamster on a wheel or right. like just push a bar a bunch of times, like like doing the rope, whatever. It's Battle like, ropes. I'm accomplishing something. I'm making these ropes look like snakes. Yeah. But uh, like the tire flip is like you're actually doing something or like working out by like chopping a, a crate of wood or whatever like that. So if you did tire flips and, and hammer slams. Those both sound great. Yeah. So, so the thing I was saying with Tomek was that. We can go to the gym and do repetitive things, mm. not just like curls or something. We definitely need to do like more compound movements and just, you know, big lifts and shit like that. But we like the gym because we like the idea that we're putting work in mm-hmm. by picking something up and putting it down. Yeah. And it's not, again, it's not that people don't want to do that. It's just it's people hate the gym because of that. It's just why am I picking this up to put it back down? Yeah. Like that. This is annoying yeah you know it's boring and it accomplishes nothing exactly so i understand that people have that about the gym and that's why it's not just oh i don't want to work out it's just no i hate working out because it's not something fun because mm-hmm. for me it's fun like i'm doing deadlifts on saturday i can't yeah. fucking wait i'm super excited nice i'm just gonna pick a bar up in a straight line down in a straight line that's, that's one where you just pick it up off the ground right like yeah. you're basically just standing up that's the goal the yeah. goal is to move the bar in a straight line straight up and straight down not forward or back in any motion that's the goal just a of bunch that of times <laughs> just 50 times that's my goal for saturday cool I cannot wait that's awesome i'm doing it actually right before we have our date awesome oh we're going on our date should we yes. talk about that uh after well yes. real quick i was uh i do share that mentality of like 
getting excited to like go put work in but in a different way and for me it's with literal work like when i clock in i'm like let's fucking demolish this really yeah which i think is really good for like it, no it, it is really ethic. good it's really good for your work ethic no that's really like good. uh back when i was like the the previous job i had yeah you could see like how many emails were in the queue that like customers were waiting and we haven't responded yet it's like oh shit there's two thousand of them I'm going to take 200 of them today. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, yeah. Like that kind of thing. Or like, oh man, like when I get home and the apartment's a mess, I'm like, not in two hours. <laughs> and no, like, that's a good just, point. I fucking go ham. Yeah. See, I, I, I'm the same way. I like getting stuff done. I like accomplishing. Yeah. Uh, accomplishing goals. And I like and, improving, like, like leaving the situation better than I found it. Right. That doesn't happen at the gym. <laughs> At the end of the day, that bar is back in the same place I think, I think it comes, on the ground. I think it comes down to either maybe understanding that the uh, the the output is you. Right, exactly. Like there's changes happening in my body and that are benefiting you. from this. Right. But also, I think there's some people who just prefer to do their cardio by doing heavy, heavy bag work mm-hmm. and punching a heavy bag for five fives yeah. instead of doing sprints outside or doing treadmill work or doing elliptical shit or stairmaster they'd rather just do the cardio on the back yeah you know what i mean when i that's nothing wrong with it it's just it's hard because it's not as easy to get those options to use versus a place like a gym which is a very common location right you know yeah exactly so it's, it's a weird uh it's hard to like find a way to work out that's not going to the gym or just running outside uh, rock climbing your bike yeah Ooh, rock climbing is cool. Rock climbing is uh, really good. Rock climbing, boxing. Are there any good rock, pe- rock climbing places around here? Uh, by you, yeah. Cool. There's uh, one in Glastonbury. Nice. I'm going to check it out. Maybe. It's a prime climb. Not, uh, not prime climb. Uh, Central Rock. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, cool. They also do yoga classes. Oh, right. So On a wall? <laughs> uh, no, they just do normal studio yoga. They don't do crazy vinyasa hot yoga hmm. they just do normal yoga and they have a gym on the second floor which is really cool and they have like good weights do you have to climb up together <laughs> no they have stairs they have stairs but if such a wasted opportunity <laughs> but that's such but that's such a good it's a great spot because you can boulder you can top rope you can use like they have a cardio area with mm-hmm. a bunch of machine like new machines they have a whole bunch of new weights with kettlebells and barbells uh, they have good pull-up bars. They have bands, like heavy bands for band work. They do yoga. It's a really so cool spot. It's like spot. a gym. Yeah, but a climbing gym. You know, if I wasn't gun-shy from my uh, head injury there, I would probably, and if I was closer, I'd probably still be going there and making that a thing. Gun injury, or a uh, head injury story? Oh, you don't know that? No. Did you oh, just, like, fall right. off the wall or I wasn't working with you by then. No. This was before then. Yeah. So I was climbing all the time. I yeah. used, I still have all my climbing gear. I bouldered. I love bouldering. That's one where you go like five feet up and just go sideways, right? Uh, it's just, it's free climbing. Okay. It's just, you climb up, you climb down, no ropes, no gear. Oh, okay. It's just you with chalk hmm. and climbing shoes. That's pretty much it. All right, is that allowed? Like how high up can you yeah, go? Yeah, it's bouldering uh pretty high huh. i forgot how high i don't know the exact height but pretty high i mean i was Did they have like a line marked off like well no you get to the top of the actual thing the same thing where like people use ropes no that's like double the height oh okay gotcha. like half the height of that oh so it's a specific wall for boulder yeah there's a specific thing for boulder gotcha because they also have specific paths the y i worked at had like a little rock wall yeah. area and it was 
pretty tall, like 30, 40 feet high. Yeah. Um, but then like they had a tape of like your feet cannot go above this level if you're bouldering. Uh, so, oh, it so was like, they were doing two and one. That's why. Yeah, it was like eight feet high no, on you, the same wall. If you go to Central Rock, there's a bouldering side on the right, and gotcha. the left side is all the top rope. Gotcha. Um, so I was climbing. I was doing well, man. I was up to like V4s, V5s. They go up to nines. Nice. So I was doing really, really well. I was really into it, and I was doing a stupid fucking move. And long story short, I was in like an inverted section, so I was climbing up, and then I had to go across to this really steep part that yeah. inverted outwards. So it was like a corner. It's literally just like a corner, like right here. Yeah, like with, a right angle. Corner. Yeah, like a, it was kind of like that. It was rounded because I was reaching the, the yeah. part that inverts outward. So I remember, I still remember the exact thing I did because I debated about it for about 15 seconds. I was thinking, should I really go for it? So I was on the wall. I was pretty scrunched up and I had to reach over and I couldn't reach it with my hand. And if I let go of the hand, I kept swinging back. Uh. So instead what I did was I thought if I could reach over with my foot, I'll go for it. I couldn't. So I was stuck. So the only th- the only move that I thought would work for me to get the leverage to anchor in to move over was a under grab oh my on God. the wall. <laughs> your arm goes under your foot? <laughs> under my leg, yeah. So it was, if, if this is the hold, I did this to heel hook <laughs> in. This is what I did. I heel hooked in. So your foot and your hand were on the same rock. Your, the same grip. Your right foot and your right hand were on the same grip. Yeah, so I... <laughs> you I, look so funny right now. <laughs> well, that's, I was like this on the wall, right? So I did that. So my, my plan was... I'm going to keep my heel hook where my right is, and I'm going to anchor this this heel in, and I'll push out and swing right and reach over and get the then leverage. Then release your right hand. And yeah. then my left leg can come off and hook underneath yeah. and do like a, like a foot press against the wall. And then I'll bring the entire side over, and I'll just re- reset on that side. The problem was that when I did this, when I let go, and the second I reached, my f- heel hook wasn't in yeah that fell so i slammed my head on the wall and then in in surprise i let go i fell back and i hit the ground how far did you fall do you think uh i was about right where the second floor is on a house okay it was a like solid 15 feet it was a solid fall right on the back of my head ouch so you hit your forehead and then landed on the back of your head did you like land flat pretty much yeah like knock the wind out of you or something more than knock the wind out of me it was and this looking back i've never been really concussed to a point where i've been diagnosed with a concussion mm-hmm. i should have probably looked up the symptoms a bit more mm-hmm. um i remember i fell and then jc was there and jc just went oh my god are you okay sorry because he was trying to push me onto the pad and he couldn't because i fell too quick like physically push you yeah when you boulder up high you have a spot so if you fall, they kind of angle you over to side. So like if you're like right where the light is, my hands are up. So if you start to fall yeah. and your weight comes down, I can redirect your weight onto a pad. Does that help? Well, yeah, because if not, then you just fall straight down on the ground. Okay. So long story short, I hit the ground and he goes, oh, oh shit, are you okay? You're all right? That, that looked bad. And my first words, I think, were, yeah, I'm okay. What happened? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize it until the day went on. And even then, I still didn't know. And then I, w- I remember I went to a birthday party uh, for... Same day. Same day. I went to a birthday party that night for Jeremy. Uh, I used to... Because I used to work 
excuse me, a different location, and Jeremy was there, and I told Jeremy I would go to his birthday party. I didn't want to break my word. Mm-hmm. And I remember the problem was, and you can ask Levi about this, because Levi was the one who talked me through this. We were sitting on the couch together, and I was just not there. And Levi would kept talking, because I had a giant gash in my head. Ooh. Yeah. From this? Yeah, I hit the wall. Oh, jeez. Yeah. No, I had, a, I, have a, I had a giant gash, like, going down, like, about the size of my finger. <laughs> And I was sitting there just looking, watching the video games and just spacing out. And Levi kept, everybody was just, oh, my God, what's wrong with your fucking head? And I was like, oh, it's okay. I fell. I'm here, man. Woo. So I was sitting there and Levi's trying to talk to me and just saying, are you okay, man? You you all right? How, how you doing? How you, how, how you doing? And I remember just kept saying, yeah, no, I'm fine. No, I'm good. Just like staring dead straight ahead, not able to really put emotion out. Levi saying, are you feeling okay? I just went, yeah, I don't really feel anything. <laughs> and uh, Jeez. Levi was the one who was kind of saying, you know, I think Jeremy does appreciate that you showed up, but I don't think he'll be mad if you left. I yeah. think it's okay. I <laughs> think you need to like, lay down and take it easy tonight. I just went, yeah, maybe I should do that. <laughs> like just that kind of response. And uh, I, I don't remember all of it, but Levi was basically, I remember Levi's kind of, Levi and Steph were angels and, kind of taking turns talking to me and sitting on the couch and making sure nothing was wrong. And then I went home and then when I woke up the next day, uh, I had vertigo. Ooh. I don't know if you ever had vertigo. It's where you're like really dizzy or like, it's where everything is like, uh, you just got out of a spinny chair. Mm. Yeah. So I was laying there and I just went, Oh God, I have a fucking headache. I'll get some water. And I was in my hammock. <laughs> so I just swung my legs over. And the second I sat up in my hammock, I just went, Whoa. And I fell. <laughs> Which never happened. I know everybody's thinking, well, you sleep with a hammock. Of course you're going to fall. No, no, no. I know I know my shit with the hammock. I'm a hammock vet. Yeah. I lived in a hammock as a bed for four years. Trust me. I'm a fucking vet. So I sat up in my hammock and I started falling back and I grabbed the hammock and I stayed there and I said, whoa, 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 whoa. And it, I remember everything was like shifting and I was like leaning forward then. And then I just, I, I grabbed the hammock again and pulled myself back and I just went, whoa, what's happening? Why is the room moving? I just thought, I didn't drink. I think I had maybe a beer, if even that, last night. I just thought, okay. Wow, you need that water more than you thought. So let's get up. So I stood up, and then I started, like, leaning, and, and I fell into the wall. <laughs> yep, that's what it was. And then I was, like, wall-walking myself to the kitchen, mm. make sure I was okay, got some water. I drank the water. Nothing, nothing changed. I went back. I sat back down in the hammock. I laid back down. The spinning slowed down. And I went, okay. So I know laying down, I'm safe. <laughs> so the setting up part's bad. So let's just chill here. Let's take another nappy nap. So I napped Are a little. Are you not supposed to sleep on a concussion? I don't know. So I napped a little bit more. <laughs> okay, I'll change that. You're not supposed to sleep on a concussion. <laughs> so I napped a little bit more, <laughs> got up, woke up later, tried to get up again. Same thing happened. And that's when I went, okay, something's wrong. Going to the walking clinic. So I, I drove. To the fucking walking clinic. Uh. <laughs> Drove to the fucking walking clinic. I walked in, and the first thing she said was like, I think she said, So what's wrong? What happened to your head? Yeah. I'm dizzy. Yeah, yeah your head's fucking yeah, bleeding. Exactly. That's what I said. I said, <laughs> I said, Yeah, like everything's spinning. And she said, Yeah, honey, you have a concussion. I just went, How do you know that though? And she said, I know. You have a concussion. Your symptoms are that of a concussion. <laughs> and uh your head in physical damage shows the sign of impact for it to be a concussion Mm -hmm. you have Mm -hmm. a concussion you need to go home you need to relax and do nothing 
And is he, that the treatment for concussion? Just like you have to just wait. You can't do anything about it. Gotcha. That's why it's so hard because it's a, it's the brain. You can't yeah. speed up brain repairs. So I remember thinking, well, I have to I have to work though. She said, no, no, you don't. You need. And I said, no, I have to work. And she said, you need to go to work with this note and say you're fucked up. You're out. Yeah. I went, okay, fine. So I drove to work on the way home because it was on the way home. You literally had to go to work to give them a doctor's note? Well, I was going to be out for more than just oh. a few days. It was just because I, uh, I asked her, like, how long am I going to be out? She said, as long as it takes. And I said, what the fuck do you mean by how long it takes? I only have so many sick days. And she said, this note's going to help fix that. Yeah. Because this, she said, concussions have lasted weeks and up to months. And concussions can last hours or days yeah there's no telling there's there's literally no way to put this out there yeah so you're probably going to go on short-term disability i remember i walked into work same thing boss just went oh my god what happened to your head it's just i, I like, have a doctor's note yeah, exactly <laughs> i was like so i have a doctor's note they want me to not work here in uh and he i remember the guy who i talked to he said yeah no you go home that's bad that's really bad and he, he's a hockey player he said, "You ever get concussed from hockey?" Because he, he knew I played, and I mm-hmm. said, "No, man. I've I've had my I've been like you know had the wind knocked out of me, but I've never had a concussion like this." He said, "Yeah, you need to lay down, turn off the lights, have water nearby, and just relax. Don't watch games, don't play games, don't watch movies. You fucking lay there, just meditate for days." Yeah, and I thought, "Fuck that, dude. I'm gonna watch some Netflix or something." And <laughs> that's when it got worse. Mm-hmm. I got home, and I said, "Okay, I am tired. I am gonna nap." I napped again, woke up, and that's when light started to hurt. Ugh. And that's when I had to shut all the blinds, turn off all the lights to keep my door closed. And I was just in darkness for a few days. Yep. And I remember it was really, it fucked me up, dude. Because I remember each morning I woke up just thinking, come on, I'll be okay. I'll be normal tomorrow morning. And waking up and just being, oh, cool, vertigo and light hurts. I can't do shit. And I, as a hockey player, as a martial artist, an MMA fan, concussions are such a common thing that's spoken about. Yeah. It's almost, it, it's not it's like brushed, trivial. Yeah. It's not brushed off the same anymore because yeah. we now know the damage of what it does. <laughs> Seriously. But it, it's kind of just, yeah, you got your bell rung. Fucking get up and put the mouthpiece in. Let's go. It's, it's kind of the mindset that's always been in the cultures that I've been around. So I always thought it was just, now to shake this off. I remember it took, I think, a week and a half to two weeks before I could not have vertigo. And I remember light didn't hurt me as much anymore. And the feeling of just walking normally was insane. I remember I did this. I walked I walked through a, because uh, I was out for a, a little chunk of time. I was walking through a supermarket, like a grocery store. And I felt so good. About just being able to walk? Not even buying shit. I was just, I need to get out of this room. I've been in this room for oh, days. Cool. Just doing laps up and down the aisles. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I couldn't walk fast. So I'm just slowly pacing myself through the halls, through the aisles. Yep. And just being so grateful that I could walk through the aisles and be wow. like, wow, that's that's Hawaiian sweetbread. Oh, <laughs> if I can read it. I can see it. It's oh orange. God. And then walking down and being like, oh, it's cold. There's the eggs. Oh, man, I remember being a kid and checking eggs and looking them up and before we put them in the cart, you know, just, wow. Some dude in the back room is watching you on camera like, dude, this dude's high as hell. <laughs> this dude's so high. But that, I remember I remember, I remember, remember thinking as, as the symptoms got better or got, they dissipated more yeah. and more, I remember thinking, wow, this is what all the athletes that I've, I've read about go through. Yeah. And this is not even as bad as them. There's right. guys who've had that for months. 
who had to retire because it was going on for over a year. Yeah. You know? And I was I remember thinking, holy shit, if this ever happened to me to that scale, I would be crippled. Because it's so weird to like just just being conscious was just suffering. Yeah. Which is so weird. So yeah. just going through the supermarket was like being in a grocery store, I remember telling myself, I'm in a grocery store. Like this is normal. Like, holy shit, this is so great that and I'm how in a long? grocery store. That was store. after like a week and a half too? Uh I think two weeks. I wow. think it was two weeks. Yeah, that'll after two weeks of doing nothing in a dark room, I feel like that reaction is fairly normal. And I remember just thinking, wow, I'm in a grocery store. It feels so good Damn. to walk through this grocery store. I'm so thankful I can walk through this grocery store. Holy shit. And I didn't touch, a, touch I didn't climb for probably two, three years. Yeah. And then I tried it again. Just out of like pretty much fear. Fear. And yeah. then I thought, you know what? I'm over it. I should, I should get back into it. I was good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I felt great. It felt good getting to the top and yeah. again accomplishing something. I'm right. ready to fucking get get back at it. And I remember walking in and seeing the wall in the exact area that I fell and just thinking, "We're not going to do that one. We're going to start with <laughs> let's start with you know V ones. You know, just the the baby steps." Yeah. So I got I started a V one and I remember being on the wall and I remember I got halfway up and V ones are basically they're right above V zeros, so they're beginner level. What's the what is that like rating? Uh, it goes V0 to V10 okay. for difficulty. 10 okay. most, 0 the least. 0, I'm assuming, is like the one where it's like slanted inwards. <laughs> so like it's, it's more just, like a hill just doing than this, a wall. Going up the wall, just left, right, left, yeah. right, left, right, basically. And I remember halfway up a V1, I started, I like had anxiety when I had to do a, a bigger move than something that was just right there in front of me. Yeah. And I did it and I got to the top. But I remember being so freaked out. I came down. I just went, you know, I'm going to do some V0s instead. Wow. And I started doing V0s. And even then, when I was doing V-Zeros, I, I remember feeling just, I can do this, but I don't enjoy this anymore. Yep. Like, it's I'm, lost. It, it's too, it, it's not painful. It's too, I'm just, it's almost like you're waiting for somebody to hit you. Yeah. It's just, uh, and <laughs> exactly. like that hand is right here. It's like, like apprehensive. Motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfucker. Hey. You're like, you're just, <laughs> uh, just, that's how I felt on the wall. <laughs> That's how I felt on the wall. And I I just went down. I just went, fuck, this is this is it for climbing. Shit. Yeah. I've never really Goodbye, old friend. Yeah, I've never like given up on something, but yeah, this is probably it. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll try to get in another two years and I'll stick with it that time. But as of right now, it's still not something I like. And I don't even like heights. Mm-hmm. That's why I started climbing. I started climbing because I hated. I'm afraid of heights. Oh, interesting. So That's I, a cool. I did it because I wanted to, to give a middle finger to my fear. Yeah, I said, "Fuck you! I'm gonna and climb." The wall did it back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the story. You can ask Le- if you want the third party perspective. You could ask Levi. I kind of want to. Levi and Stefan just. Hey, Dubs told me about how he got fucked up. Oh my god, he was so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, there was blood everywhere. Just it was still bleeding. I think too. It, it, it wasn't like sealed up. I didn't I picture you it. showing up at this birthday party, and in your head, it's exactly what you described. Like, oh, I was a little off, and like I had to cut my head, and people were like, "Whoa, what's wrong?" And but it was like fine. And you show up, and you're like, you look like fucking Carrie, just like blood <laughs> dripping down your face and they're like dubs are you okay yes <laughs> i am fine <laughs> i don't think it was that bad i don't think it was that bad. i am no longer the dubs <laughs> that you once knew <laughs> cool cool 
So yeah, that's the story of how I got uh, concussed and why I don't climb anymore. I don't remember why we were talking about this. Oh, other uh, ways to cl- other uh, ways to work, work out. out. Yeah, and uh, I told you how I don't climb anymore. I'll find one. I got some uh, nice new shoes. You maybe saw them when I came in. I'll show oh. them on the way out. Yeah, like okay. Adidas, like that kind of new thing that Adidas is doing, where it's really just socks, but they're disguised as shoes. Oh yeah, yeah, like the the, uh, the minimalist shoes. Yeah, like yeah. the running slip-on ones. Yeah, they're great. I love them. Yeah, they're so comfy. I wear super the, breathable. I wear the Vibrams when I work out. I told you that. Yeah, I think I told you that. I wear the yeah. five finger ones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One makes you look like a monkey. <laughs> I. You know what's funny? I wear them. I have five finger socks. I know they're clean. I wash them. They're fine. I still get freaked out when I see other people wear them. Why? <laughs> it's just weird to me. It's just, they look <laughs> fucking dumb. <laughs> it's not. I guess it's not dumb. It's just. It's just. It's freaky. It's yeah. freaky seeing that. You know. It's just like, oh, I'm not supposed to know that you have toes. <laughs> Cover those bad boys up. Ew, you have toes. Yeah. Just I don't when, know. when you think of it, though, like. I mean, I guess not. I was going to say, like, shoes are like mittens for your feet. Like, they are. gloves no. obviously make more sense. You're right. You're right. Because mittens, like, um, what's it called? Uh, Combine. Limit you to just two. You basically have two big fingers yeah. versus five. Yeah. No, but, you're not uh, wrong in that. You're not but wrong you don't that. really use each of your toes. Your toes are just you're there for balance. To. You're supposed to. Yeah. You're supposed to. What does wearing the weird tree frog shoes do for you <laughs> tree tree frog yeah, uh, like tree frog <laughs> tree frog <laughs> webbed toes working out uh what do they do yeah uh they get sweaty in between your toes no well okay. again i don't really sweat right i do <laughs> i do sweat but not like not feet sweat not really that my feet are sweating right now oh, jesus <laughs> i'm Christ. wearing socks st- sitting still with my legs crossed and the uh pads my feet are sweaty anyway continue uh oh what's the benefit the benefit is i like the grip and feel when i do so the thing is is that we have the shoe industry has created a heel lift they created pockets and cushions in the heel Mm -hmm. to to help uh impact because everybody's been doing heel first impact for things the problem with that is that a that's not that's not really how we run we run actually like ball of the foot. We're supposed to land yeah, more yeah, like yeah. this. Uh, it's just because... To give yourself like a bit of a spring. Yes. Uh, the shoe technology has kind of changed that for comfort more than performance. So that's why it's been like that. Yeah. The problem when you have a lifted foot, when you do anything involving weights, uh, squats, goblet squats, lunges, deadlifts, anything involving weight, the problem is that it doesn't keep your body in alignment because it pitches you too far forward. Yeah. So you're like off balance. Also, it's not stable because it's a squishy surface that's just moving. Like if you have weight coming down and your knees go out, like your feet aren't anchored. They're going to. Yeah. On squishy material like that. That's why you see a lot of people use Vans, Converse uh, Vans. They use Converse. For like lifting. Because it's just flat. It's just flat and nothing's underneath it. Like hard rubber. Hard rubber. Or you see there's a lot of people that actually just go into. They take off their shoes and just use their socks. Yeah. They'll just do lifts within their socks. And you think that's gross. Why are they doing that? It's actually because they don't have. There's no loss of grip. Yep. Or control or power when you're powering through the ground. Mm -hmm. It's kind of similar with hockey. You have really soft boots in hockey and you have really like really really hard rigid boots 
So mm. I like really rigid boots. My boots are super, super rigid. Yeah. And the difference is because in a soft boot that flexes and gives, if you accidentally do something with your foot in a soft boot, that movement and energy transfer of your foot doing that doesn't really equate to immediate translation to the blade doing something. Yeah. So if you wiggle your foot a little bit, oh, the blade will probably stay there. If you have a really rigid boot and super fucking stiff and you yep. do one move, that boot responds immediately, which transfers that movement and energy directly to the blade. So they're more like responsive boots. Exactly. It's the same thing with shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same thing with sneakers. Same thing with lifting and running and all these other activities. So for me, I like the Vibrams because I... When I was getting into fitness more when I was younger, I was doing everything barefoot in my room. Mm-hmm. And then when I had to go to a gym, I was wearing sh- like like running shoes. And I remember thinking, I feel like shit. My knees hurt. I, I, like, I hurt when I do stuff. And that's when I realized I've been doing stuff just in my socks. Just not even in my socks. Barefoot in my room yeah. with weights like doing jumping jacks huh. and doing jumping squats and jumping lunges. And that's it. So I wish I could just wear no shoes. And then I saw Vibrams and I thought... That's literally what I want. I just, Are they like super thin on the bottom? There's some grip on the bottom, but yes, they're very thin. Gotcha. So they're very, very thin. But it's all it all it's all dependent, right? Like if you get lifter shoes, mm-hmm. like uh, like powerlifting shoes, they actually do have a heel lift, but it's enough to put your body into perfect alignment for your hips to do the movements. Gotcha. So it's easier to fall into a resting position with the amount of weight. Instead of having to like angle your hips and your shoulders and yeah. shit like that when you don't have that. Interesting. Right? So that's why you usually see these weird giant shoes on power, like Olympic lifters with these like Velcro tightened straps on it. Yep. It's because that's, they have lifting shoes. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's weird how the science for it has. And like there's so many different that. types of shoes, like yep. bowling shoes are very specific for yep. like, it's cool. Well, it's also because everybody has different feet. Yeah. And they're so fucking unique. It's to the point now where we're in hockey, they're doing custom 3D imaged molds of your foot for boots now. Wow. Compared to just, oh, you're a double E width foot, uh, you're 8.5 size for this seniors. or whatever. Yeah. They had, so skate lines would have types of boots, thin, wide, for one for flat feet, and that's all you had. Now they have ones where they just they literally scan it with like a fucking iPad. They put you they have you stand on a certain plate to measure where your pressure's going in. And then they build the inside of a skate directly as your foot That's crazy. ankle. Yeah. Like a super insole. It's a super yeah, it's literally designed for your foot. I got a pair of snowboard boots one year for Christmas that my parents couldn't give to me, but they're like, we got you these boots that you've been talking about. Right, right. And my dad has been talking about them too, because he was into snowboarding for a bit. But they, you have to, or no, I think they did get them to me, but there's a very specific way you have to set them up the first time. They have like this pad, uh, like the insole, and the snowboarding boots are like boots, boots. Like they go up halfway up your uh, and they're shin. super stiff. This is very stiff, yeah, because because they, they have be to be responsive. You have to be a hundred percent responsive. Yeah, you have to input all that energy. Yeah. into that movement. Like when you walk, it's like clunk, 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 because you can't yeah. like turn your ankle at all. Yeah, because uh, if you could, you'd break your ankle. Exactly. <laughs> um, but you have to heat them up in the microwave yep each one one at a time mm-hmm. and like this foam stuff expands within them and then you put it on and you basically put like um like gauze wrap around it to just like 
hold it to your foot and just put them up and don't move uh and you put them both on and you just sit there for like half an hour until they're room temperature again and you take them out and they are hard and molded to the your foot i do that with my with skates so before the 3d mold skates i mean they still do it there's a heat gel that Mm -hmm. conforms so if you do it at home, you put them in the oven. Mm-hmm. But if you do it at a skate shop or a LHS, a local hockey store, yep. they have uh, skate ovens there. And you have to sit with like your skates directly underneath you. And you have to tighten your skates a certain way. You have to tie out. You have to pull out, not up. Because mm. if you pull up, it stretches the eyelets in the mold oh. in the top of the boot. So you need to pull out. You need to tighten them. Tighten instead going of outside yeah. instead of pulling up like you would a shoe. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, right? technology technology shoes sports fitness pizza pizza <laughs> oh is that, is that what you want to talk about yeah pizza? transition transition <laughs> pizza pizza well that's why we do all the fitness so we can have pizza uh sure um <laughs> we i made i made two more pizzas today i don't have i like talked about me making pizzas on the show a little uh, bit yeah okay i know we've talked about pizza a lot yeah, yeah we, we kind of have 100 remember we talked about how Wet dough. Or, oh, or hot, yeah. And I like hot sauce. It. Hot and sauce then you told dough. your college just crazy fuck up yeah, story. Exactly. Um, made two more today. Made my own dough for the first time. I was weirdly nervous about it because I know that if I put that amount of work into it and I let it proof and it comes out and it's like, ugh, it's like stringy and it's like ripping and it's not like it's yucky, I would just get super pissed off. And then I would obviously try it again and it would probably be better the next time. But. It came out really good. Yeah. I followed, actually, we were watching uh, Munchies on YouTube before we started recording. Uh, Frank Pinello, the host of the pizza show. Oh, when he Munchies. did his uh, pizza like recipe? How to, how to make pizza at home. Yeah. I literally just <laughs> watched that video and like gathered the ingredients <laughs> as I was doing it. Came out great. Yeah. It's like the thinnest, by far the thinnest crust I've ever done. Obviously, it's because it's his recipe and yeah. his pizza's super thin. Um, but it was really good. Like, good. I was still worried about like... Because I was rolling it, I'm like, this is really thin. Yeah, <laughs> like, I got to be really cautious of like the cooking time. I think I took it out a little too early, so it was like golden on the side, but not even like golden brown. Yet. Oh, you want like brown and little burn pieces? I want yeah. like I want I want to hear a crunch. When Are you, you excited it. for crust? I'm so excited for <laughs> crust. I looked up more pictures because I showed my friends because uh, the people I sit around at work, they're all super into pizza apparently too. Like my okay. boss is like he has. Uh, not the oven you told me about, but like one of those outdoor pizza oh, nice, ovens. Oh, nice. You should have them listen to our podcast because we're going to talk about pizza Nah, a lot. he's my boss. <laughs> or your friends. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but uh, I told him I'm going to this place called Crust. And then I showed him like pictures on Yelp. And like I was like zooming into the pictures. I'm like, it's so flaky. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like stringy and like... <laughs> It looks like a pastry. It's so like <laughs> it is. Oh my god! I am so excited. Good. Mm, Good. Mm, mm. Also, I hope we get there early, and we are five. Yeah, and they open at four. Uh, every time I've gone for like food and not just drinks, it's been forty-five minute wait time. <clears throat> Can we call ahead, or do they take reservations? Uh, I th- I think they do because we should call ahead because I should call ahead. after. Yeah, so we need to like yeah. get in and eat. We should call. Yeah, we should call. Uh, yeah, we should I couldn't I couldn't handle that. Yeah, call. Cool. Oh. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm so excited, and I'm I'm like totally gonna have a whiskey with it. Oh really? Yeah, I just want the whole crust experience. What kind of whiskey do you like? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out. Okay. All right. I like look into it. 
I'm a big whiskey guy. I know guy, not so. scotch. Why? Get that away from me. Why? You don't it's like, like you just sprayed aerosol hairspray in a glass until like it filled up a quarter and then you <laughs> hand it to me. I'm going to have you smell some of my scotches afterwards. Okay. What, I don't do you know, know what brands you have off the top of your head? Yep. What? What brands? Uh, I have a Craganmore. I have a Lagavulin 16. I have a Lagavulin Distillers Edition from 2008, I believe. I have a Glenlivet 12-year Distillers Edition. I have a Glenlivet 18-year Master Edition. I have, uh, what is it, Lafroig. I have Lafroig Quarter Cask. I I've have tried Lagavulin and is Highland? Highland Park. Maybe. Yeah, Highland Park is. I've a tried sketch. those two. Not a huge fan. I, love, I tried Lagavulin the, uh, is my favorite. Okay. Lagavulin is my absolute favorite. I drink, I could drink like water. It's dangerous. <laughs> I tried uh, Johnny Walker's White Walker, their Game of Thrones that's edition. A blended, that's a blended whiskey. I don't yeah. know what the White Walker is blended with. Yeah. I don't know if it's of lower quality than red, but red is Couldn't their. Red, red, uh, Johnny Walker Red is their flagship standard. Okay. Which is just. The same as just normal Jameson. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of Irish whiskey too. Okay. I have Jameson, Jameson 12, Jameson 18. I, I do have, like Jameson. I like Jameson a lot. I like Irish whiskey. I want, uh, I need, you know what I need? I need a 12 year uh, red breast, single pot. Mm, mm. I have a Dunville, which is a single pot, single malt, which is different. Not what I expected. I would almost classify that as a scotch. Yeah. But that I hated. And then I drank it enough where I just went, you know what? I do like this. I do like this. This is good. This is good. It grew on you? Yeah, dude. It, yeah, maybe it, scotch will grow on me. I don't know. I think you just need to find the scotch for you. That's really it. Like, Because when, when I was introduced to whiskey, it was nothing but Jack or Jim. And right. that's dog shit. So I swore off whiskey until there was a girl I liked Ooh. who really liked Jameson. So I said, I will therefore drink Jameson. I will like Jameson too now. Yes. So no. So I started drinking it and I hated it. Yeah. So I would buy bottles, like full bottles of Jameson to drink at parties because I wouldn't want to drink it. So I knew I would be okay through the night because yeah. I wouldn't finish the bottle, come even close yep. because I hated it so much. So I'd just be like, ooh, okay, and keep going. <laughs> Won't do and that for another half an hour. <laughs> one Friday, like the Friday party, it happened. Yes. yes. And, or no, it was Saturday. It was, uh, no, it was Friday. It was Friday. The Friday party happened. And I remember I bought the bottle i was like fuck whatever jameson it's pretty cheap at this time it was like 25 bucks mm-hmm. bought the bottle this will last me weeks i'll be great <laughs> i started drinking it walking down the hall going between rooms for the party at college and out of nowhere I, I, instead of like wincing i went Ooh. and that's <laughs> oh glug 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 and that's when i went "Ooh, that was that was good i took another one and went Wow, this is, it's got a good spice. I like the spice to it. Yeah. And then I kept, and next thing you know, I was halfway done with the fucking bottle. <laughs> yeah. And then I woke up the next morning just thinking, I saw the bottle. I was hungover as fuck. And I remember thinking, what the fuck happened? And I saw the bottle. I went, why is I drink half of the bottle? Then I went, oh no, I really like Jameson now. I like now. this now. I really like this. And <laughs> you that's, did it. Yep. <laughs> Called the girl up. Hey, no, let's no, no. do this. <laughs> no, I was faking in front of her. But that's when I went, I must find a different whiskey so I can slow down again. So I went to scotch. <gasps> and then I started going through scotch. And the next thing you know, I was like, ooh, that one's, well, I like the smokiness of this one. There's more peatiness in this. <laughs> and then I went, oh, fuck, I got to go to bourbon. And then I found bourbon. I was like, ooh, ooh what is this called? Basil Hayden. Oh, this is really nice. This is really oaky. <laughs> so I was literally running to 
to to whiskey to try to stop and slow down my drinking and i ended up falling in love with it it's my favorite thing ever this episode is sponsored by that girl that dubs had a crush on <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i've also i don't think you've ever yeah you've seen my collection yeah i gotta go to mount um i i my friend dan one mm-hmm. of my best friends from college actually gifted me a centauri bottle so a japanese bottle nice yeah a whiskey yeah cool scotch nice yeah have you tried it uh, no, I've tried Suntory before. Yeah. I have another Suntory from JC again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually Scotch of Whiskey of the Year. I think it was Scotch of the oh, Year. Wow. I have that bottle. This is from the same distillery, but it's not the same blend. Yep. Or same blend. It's not the same uh, batch. batch. So I don't know how this one tastes. I haven't had it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a Teeling whiskey bottle that I bought from Customs because it was like 20 bucks in customs from ireland which mm-hmm. is a dublin whiskey which i still need to try um i haven't opened it yet so i still have that i still have the centauri that i haven't opened i bought a i refilled my Tullamore Dew because that's just a standard throwback you can just slam down and then i think i bought a new jameson i bought a jameson 12 because i heard rumors that they weren't going to continue it and that's my favorite Irish whiskey of all time. Mm-hmm. So I freaked out and bought it. I also found out that they're not going to do 18-year that often anymore. Is it true that they're not going to do those? Yeah. Well, they're going to slow down the 18 a lot. Yeah. And that's a beautiful whiskey. So I've been savoring the one I have currently since 2011 or 2010. Mm-hmm. So I've had that hanging around since then. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. There you go. Cool. So yeah, I'm gonna have a whiskey and pizza. <laughs> and I'm assuming that's like typical, right? Like pe- people go there and have a whiskey with their pizza because that's what they serve pizza and whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna have one? I wasn't planning on it, but if you have one, I guess I'll have one okay, too. Okay, cool. Because I'm not gonna have one alone, so you're having one. <laughs> uh, bourbon, Scotch, or Irish? What are you gonna do? Uh, I do think that bourbon is my favorite. Bourbon? Yeah. What's your favorite bourbon? <laughs> is is Basil Hayden's a bourbon? Yeah. Cool. I've had that. Uh, my roommate had that, and that was my favorite one. So that one. <laughs> like we had, we had Jack. You, we had Maker's Mark. We had um, that one, Basil Hayden's. Basil Hayden's, Basil Hayden's like, is like the smoothest one I've had. Basil really Hayden's good. my favorite because it's the cheap. It's the cheapest out of all of them. But mm. my favorite bourbon is Booker's. Okay. You ever have Booker's? No, but maybe on Saturday. Oh, please have Booker's with okay, me on cool. Saturday. I mean, if they I'm, have it, I'm totally I'm not, doing it. Don't ask anybody about it. Okay. Don't I wouldn't normally. Well, no, I just don't want <laughs> I want this to I want I want your experience with Booker's to I want to witness it. <laughs> this is like media me blackout watching you me watching you watch Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Media blackout. We'll get okay. Booker's. We'll get Booker's. I'll start my media blackout for Booker's now. Okay, good. Okay, good. Now I'll stop okay. looking stuff up. Okay. What was uh what was the thing you want to talk about? You had a topic you said. I don't re- Oh, I did, but like as we're talking, I came up with more fun topics cuz I was going to talk about my crippling credit card debt, but <gasps> instead I saw Ooh. I saw John Wick 3 and Godzilla 2. Oh, I wanted to see both of those. Both of them are disappointing. <laughs> John Wick 3 is a, People say it's the best one yet. I didn't agree. Like, the action was good. It just it was just John Wick 2 again, really. I like John Wick 2. I, John Wick 2 is my favorite. That's my favorite one. The choreography, I think, was it was more impressive. But you can see, and my dad and I both heavily agreed on this, you could see that it's choreography. It, like, I was watching it thinking... 
this is some pretty good choreography. Not, oh no, I hope he makes it out of this. Like, it kind of broke down that movie. Like, it was so obviously choreographed. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was like watching a dance. It was like... John Wick 2 for me was... I saw John Wick 2 before I saw John Wick 1. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because John Wick <laughs> 1 wasn't available. And yeah. John Wick 2 was on Plex or something. Yeah. I'll oh, fucking watch it. Uh, that was a really good movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really good fucking movie. The first one, it almost just seemed like a pet project of like, oh, I just want an excuse to have this really accurate gun choreography stuff and blah, blah. Or just yeah. have this guy who was an assassin and kill his dog and he goes on a killing rampage. And it was great. And then like it set up that second one and they're like, Ooh, this was really popular. Let's like build a world about these right. assassins. And like that stuff is what really got me. Cause the first one I'm like, wow, this is such a great action movie. Yeah. The second one, I'm like, I care about this universe. Yeah. Yeah. The universe is cool. Then. And then the third one didn't really add on that much. And some of what it did add, I wasn't a huge fan of. Okay. And then the choreography was like very choreographed. Like they had a fight scene with, uh, John Wick and Halle Berry's character I forget her name but Halle Berry had two I forget what breed they are but they're basically Dobermans. Like smaller German Shepherds Dobermans? No they were like they looked just like German Shepherds but they were smaller and looked more vicious uh, and like they were they were not Dobermans <laughs> but Dobermans like a Scooby Doo right? Is it? Yeah Dobermans are like huge uh, but anyway like there were like dog You fights. mean like those? Yeah, no, it wasn't those. It wasn't those? No, I forgot what it was. Look up John Wick 3 dogs or okay. something. Um, but uh, it was really impressive. Like, she would, like, shoot, 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 and then, like, a guy would be like, Ugh, and then, like, both dogs would, like, run and jump across the table and bite two throats at the same time. I'm like, damn, this is really impressive. Like, this is all happening. Like, this isn't CGI. I've never heard of these. Yeah, what kind of dogs? Belgian Malinois. Yeah. Okay. They're basically Belgian shepherds. <laughs> Okay. Um, They're cool. All Um, right. right. So I'm upset about what you just mentioned about Godzilla. Godzilla was bad. That was a bad movie. (laughs) Why? It looks so cool to just watch monsters fight. That's what I wanted. And there was a good amount of that. But did you watch the first one? The first Godzilla? The one in 2014. This is a sequel? Yeah. I said Godzilla (laughs) 2. I didn't know it was called Godzilla 2. Maybe I said (laughs) T-O-O. John Wick 3 and Godzilla (laughs) 2. Um, no, it's not Godzilla okay. 2. It's Godzilla colon King of the Monsters. Where in 2014, it came out with Godzilla, which I really liked. Who was in it that was... Uh, wasn't the guy who did... Uh, it was uh, Quicksilver from Avengers 2, whatever his name is. Aaron Johnson. Okay. And then Scarlet Witch from uh, no. Avengers. Yeah. I thought, I thought the guy from Breaking Bad was in that. And he played Aaron Johnson's... Aaron Taylor Johnson, I think is his name. He played his dad. He was in it. Yeah, he was a scientist who was like studying these rumblings or whatever. Yeah, the earthquakes. Yeah. And then like these two, they call them MUTOs or MUTOs, M-U-T-O's. Um, like these alienish, like spider, weird, crabby looking monsters came out and started wrecking everything. And then Godzilla comes and bitch slaps both of them and it was great. Um, then he goes back to the sea, doesn't he? Yeah. And then at the end, he's very not well and goes back to the sea but then this one takes place five years later 2014 2019 and since this happened there has been tons of people like looking into 
what the fuck are these what giant the monsters like, yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah basically what the fuck for five years <laughs> and there's whole there's a new branch of like the um government military yeah. and the government and that are just into this it's like the what the fuck exactly what specialist. what would exactly happen exactly just, so that part was cool and yeah. they set that up so we have shield uh 11 from stranger things played yep. the daughter of like one the of scientist. the scientists who comes up with the idea to try to harness the monsters possibly like give them commands by trying to make like these sonar this machine that makes sonar frequencies of the alpha of the monsters whatever the alpha is so they use sound waves and they could be broadcast across like loudspeakers they use like the loudspeakers from fenway park to be like and try to control the monsters and then but there are no monsters at this point because at this point they know just, Godzilla exists. They don't and know about. There's a giant larva of Mothra, so like La- Mothra is the first monster you see in the movie, and it's like bug, like larva Mothra, but it's in like a cocoon or like pre cocoon, whatever. Do they know like it exists egg. or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they found seventeen of them. So they're like, oh shit, there's monsters. Let's go look to see if there's more. Oh shit, there's seventeen. Um. So you're like, oh shit, there's going to be 17 monsters in this movies. And you know, it's uh, King Ghidorah, who's the dragon with the three heads. He's the bad monster and Godzilla is the good one. Are they, so I don't know the actual story of Gojira. So are they all The original good? story is nuclear testing in the Pacific uh, created mu- all these. mutated Godzilla. And originally it was just Godzilla. And the first movie was... <laughs> basically whoops we shouldn't have done that because godzilla came to japan fucking wrecked house and was like i'm done now and leaves like godzilla was the bad guy but really humans were the bad guy because we created godzilla with our what about like mothma and all these other ones mothra typically teams up with godzilla to help fight whatever really yeah well that was my next question like does godzilla have to fight every single monster is he friends with a bunch of them no uh king Ghidorah is from outer space but the larva is on planet Earth. Uh, no, King Ghidorah is just a giant three-headed dragon monster. Mothra you, is from Earth. Godzilla you, is from Earth. Right, but you said the larva had King... The larva had Mothra in it. Sorry, I think I misspoke. Okay, okay. Um, so King Ghidorah is a bad guy because he's not from around here. He doesn't... He's not, like... Basically, in the five years since San Francisco happened, which is where the first Godzilla, like, that's where he wrecked shit, the the radiation from their bodies actually, like, created enormous plant growth. So, like, San Francisco is a wasteland now, but it's a beautiful, like, rainforest wasteland. Oh, okay. So, they're, like, Godzilla, like, f- these monsters are the key to recreating, like, saving the planet, basically, from us, like, our... Um, climate so if they kill us all and they everybody go into bunkers if you can't fit in a bunker sorry your death so will that's save the, that's the plan of the movie that's some people's plan other people are like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> we gotta kill these guys but then it's like how do you kill godzilla and then godzilla fights Ghidorah, and it's like well you want to maybe wait until he kills Ghidorah, <laughs> and then we'll maybe deal with whoever's alive and then yeah, they fight and blah, blah, blah. But it focused way too heavily on the humans, which I don't give a shit about. <laughs> like in the trailers, they're like, 17 monsters. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> Ken Watanabe or whatever. He has all the best lines from the trailer. They're like, <laughs> what are you saying? We're going to make Godzilla our pet? No, 
we will be his. (laughs) (laughs) So many good. So now there's two monsters. What do we do? Let them fight. (laughs) Like, just let that guy narrate every movie that's coming out from now on. (laughs) But, um, uh, yeah, it focused way too heavily on the so the literal not the, enough monster fighting no and like when they're what in the first one the monster fighting was cool because they were like like the mutos were like stabbing godzilla with their pincers and whatever and he's like oh shit and then like godzilla does his like famous tail whip move and you're like oh shit he did the tail whip move like yeah. it was very avengers like oh that thing yeah. that we all wanted to happen and then like godzilla has atomic breath so like godzilla was losing and the mutos were like charging at him and you hear like yeah and like his tail starts glowing blue and we're like (sighs) and then he like shoots atomic breath and just like cuts a hole through the monster with his breath and you're like oh shit there was not enough of that in this movie was it just godzilla boxing shadow stepping coming back yeah just uh, like (laughs) basically sumo wrestling these other monsters and like there wasn't enough like holy shit moments there were some cool ones. Rodan, who's basically this giant pterodactyl who's oh, yeah, yeah, born yeah. out of a volcano and like just emanates fire. Um, just fucked up the whole Air Force, basically. <laughs> like planes were flying at him and he was like next to him and they were like above his wings and below his wings and they were like getting ready to like attack him. And he just did like a corkscrew in the air and his wings just smashed like <laughs> 16 planes. And, like, fuck yeah. And then there was like he had one guy in his claws in the plane so the guy like tried to eject out and injected right into his mouth oh god so like stuff like that was cool but so so are so is it so who's the good guy godzilla yeah more or less the humans, i mean the humans so like, are the good guys there's like. some good humans and some bad humans okay or like they did a really good job at everybody's kind of in a gray area like Godzilla's fighting the way more evil monster, but he's doing it by crushing this poor town in Mexico under his feet. Um, and then like the humans are like, this is the key to not destroying the planet is to let them kind of duke it out and their radiation will like make plants. And then other people are like, no, billions of people will die. So it's, there was that kind of cool, but it ends. It's just like, it's over now. <laughs> like, I don't know how else it really ended. I guess. I guess I need to see I it so I weird. can say something. Do you want me to tell you what it has on Rotten Tomatoes? Sure. Like a 30. Really? Yeah. How about Hellboy? How did that do? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> like, I heard nothing about that movie. It just happened. It happened like two weeks before Avengers. And like the tra- the launch trailers were like, blah, blah, blah. Avengers Schlemengers. <laughs> Come see Hellboy, the real cool movie of the spring. And then Avengers it happened. Avengers. And we're like, okay, cool. Two weeks till Avengers. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Right. Endgame? Never heard of it. Come watch this needless Hellboy reboot. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So, I, I did want to see Godzilla. Got, see the first one. Have you not seen, I've the, seen first the first one? one. Oh, okay. I'll, I mean, I'll watch the first one again, but I want to see the second one. Just watch the first one again. <laughs> Was it that bad? 
I I also saw in D Box. Have you heard of D Box? It's D-box? the one with the moving chairs. No. So like at the Buckland Theater, they have the really fancy like leather recliners uh, that are like machine and they're like heated seats and they have nice cup holders and like a table tray, like a plane, <laughs> like a airliner plane. But then you could pay more. You basically pay like IMAX price or I think even a little more. And it basically it's, it's no longer a movie. It's now like a Universal Studios ride where like it vibrates and like it tips and sways back and forth synced with the movie so like they actually program it specifically for each movie i don't know who does it like i don't think the movie company does it i think the d-box guys do it um but like i tried they have a demo in the lobby and i did the demo for like uh fantastic beast 2 and they're like flying through the air and it was like swaying and then like someone got hit with spell and it like vibrated a little bit i'm like this is dumb and then i saw a trailer for godzilla i'm like but I'm gonna see Godzilla yeah. in D Box. Did you like and it in D Box? That I would recommend. D Box was super fun. It was very expensive. But so it was cool. I'm not exactly sure how this works. The D Box seats are in the same theater as the other seats. So just go to the theater and pay for normal seats and then sit in the D Box ones because I don't know if they turn them off. Like you have to choose your seats. Right. So you have to like pre-order seats. So maybe by pre-ordering one, it like turns on that seat. It has to. So like if you sit in another seat, it might not work. Yeah. They're not trying to lose money. So yeah. I okay. didn't pay attention because next to me, there was an empty seat and I should have just looked to see if that one was moving. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But you could also adjust this uh, intensity or intensity of it. So my friend who I was out with was like, um, we're doing max intensity throughout this whole movie, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get sick. And max intensity and was it awesome. was like, Throwing like a around. fucking ride. And there were like certain parts where like it like moved back, like Godzilla made a huge wave and the characters were on a boat. So it like rocked way back and then way forward and way back. And I looked down the aisle and fucking everybody's chairs is like synced up. I'm like, damn, this is so dumb, but I'm so glad we did it. Yeah. So you yeah. would you watch it for another movie? I want to watch it in like a very serious drama. Why? <laughs> like I want to watch Spotlight. And they probably wouldn't put those those movies for those. No, chairs. I didn't think so. They have like one theater and right. like one auditorium. Yeah, so it's probably only for real action movies. Or yeah, exactly. Like Hobbs vs Shaw is probably gonna get a good one. Oh, <laughs> like you could feel each punch. But like, ah, oh, dude. I'm sure the w- same effect would have happened in IMAX because it happened to us in Avengers when we saw it in IMAX. But like when Godzilla roars, the seat like vibrates. Yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> so what do you think is going to be the best and worst movie out of the following? John Wick 3. Yeah. Godzilla 2. Yeah. Or Hobbs and Shaw. Godzilla. Godzilla is I think what? that it'll go John Wick 3, Hobbs and Shaw, and Godzilla is the worst. Really? Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw is just going to be dumb, but it's going to be funny and fun. And we're going to see it together. Are we? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the other Fast and the Furious movies? Yeah. All of them? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you don't love them as much as I do. So never don't, mind. I'll find someone more say, fun to see it with. Don't you remember the episode we had where I shat on Oh, them yeah. You ex- did. Explicitly? Even Tokyo Drift. Even Tokyo Drift? <laughs> oh, my God. They started out as car racing movies, and now they have end credit scenes to tease the next one. They're so dumb. I can't spend money to go see that. It's got that really hot British chick in it, though. Oh, that's a good point. Who's younger than me, which is weird that I'm at that age now. Like a hot adult is younger than me now. You need to just push that feeling down. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's good, just gonna get worse. Ignore that feeling. Just it doesn't get better. Just you have to acknowledge it and just say, you know what, that's here now, but it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I'm not yeah, gonna yeah, think yeah, about yeah. it. I'm not gonna think about it. It's just gone. It's gone. It's okay. That's it. And then you're fine. It's like, yeah, hot British girl, and you can just watch that and enjoy yeah. it. But like she, I, I think the thing that's so surprising about that is she does not look younger than me. Like she doesn't look bad. She doesn't look like too old for her age. But she sure? looks like she's kinda, in her like young. That's kind of what 30s. it sounds like you just said. No, she looks like she's in your her young thirties. Just like the shape of her face and whatever. Or maybe just because she's so like professional in the roles I've seen her in, which is really just one. She was in Mission Impossible Seven. But okay. Are yeah. you looking her up? No, 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 no. I was looking up. Um, I was looking up something I wanted to. Actually, no. That that's. No, we're not going to go there. That's. You want to talk about my crippling credit card debt? I that do. I, I really do. Know about <laughs> since February. I really do. So, I have a credit card that has a very high amount. Thanks, Apple Rewards credit card. Let's talk about. Uh, yeah, what credit card was it? The Barclay card with Apple Rewards that I got to get my iMac. Okay. So I can finance it. Yeah, they have a massive amount of APR. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Like. It's like 72% or something. No, it's, it's 22 is that's, mine. Okay, that's still... Bad. Um, and I just I just ignored all the advice that anybody's ever given me about credit cards. It's like, only use it for necessities and make sure you pay it off as soon as you can. Right. And I was like, nah, mows every day. <laughs> like, I did the thing where I treat the credit card limit as how much money I had. Are you serious? Yeah, I was like, for how long? man, I have 9,000 more dollars I could spend. For how long? For too long, like a year or two. I didn't oh, go around buying shit. crazy shit, but like I would buy gas with my credit card and I would go to Moe's all the time and I would do so much dumb shit. Like, okay. I so, just put way too much shit so on the credit card. So this entire time, you didn't realize how the credit card worked? No, I did. And like I would, for a while, I had it pretty under control, but then like I, so, okay, maybe not because I got my iMac and that was like two grand. Cause I got like the top of the line iMac with a, the crazy discount that we had there. Once I earned that crazy discount and then I, I got a tattoo. So that was an extra 300 bucks. And then I got the new Apple watch and like those three things, like, and I was paying down the computer and I knew that that purchase had 0% interest for 18 months. So I, I was just focusing on getting that one down to zero. And then, like, I just had some other things. I'm like, it's got so much longer to go before the limit. But, like, that interest rate kept creeping up on me because, like, the more amount was on it, the more interest would get tacked onto it. So I just didn't know enough about it. Anyway, I eventually was like, oh, shit, this is a problem. Yeah. So I stopped using it. I took them out of my wallet, put them in a, the safe at my house. Yeah. And they actually haven't come out of that safe in like two years. Oh, shit. And I've just been focusing on paying them off, which has turned out to be really hard to do because I got the balance so high that I'm like paying off a little bit more than the interest rate. Oh, fuck, So like dude. it would earn like $130 of interest a month. Uh, and then I would pay like $200 a month. So like just whittling away at it. Barely. So, yeah, you're wincing right now. <laughs> and I had two cards. The other one was not that bad. But the combined What's the other, amount, card? What's the other card? Discover. Discover, okay. $3,000 limit. So, yeah. And I, it got pretty close to the limit, but whatever. Um, December 
we were like moving out figuring out oh shit what are we gonna do the lease is up we're so out of this apartment because it sucks looking at options i was like i really can't afford these because i have to make these credit card payments i have to make this payment that payment, blah 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 my parents helped me out i had like a thousand dollars left to go on my car that was like 80 bucks a month they covered that they're like we got it that's nice of them yeah happy birthday slash christmas we'll take care of these payments for you so it's not like they just dropped a thousand dollars for me but they're like we'll just take those payments from you that was like awesome then my dad signed up for t-mobile and he's like we have three of us on this plan. It would actually be cheaper for us to have you come back yeah. and you won't have to pay anything. So I'm like, 70 yeah. bucks a month, another gone. 70 bucks yeah. a month gone. I'm like, this is starting to look up. Let me see what I can do about car insurance. Hey, Geico, can you lower my rate? Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll knock 20 bucks off a month okay. for no reason. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Called uh, Discover. Hey, can you lower my interest rate? No. Is there anything else you can do? Well, we have payment plans. Tell me about that. It's going to lock your credit card so you can't spend any more, make any more purchase. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. That's the goal. And they're like, well, it's six months. It'll lower your interest rate from a bajillion percent down to like 9%. <laughs> and I was like, shit. Yeah, sign me up. And they're like, cool. You just have to make your payments on time and you'll just stay on it for six months called Barclay card and they're like we'll lower it from 22% to 5% for 60 months <laughs> and both of these I want to make sure I was like this will not affect my credit score at all right and they're like no it's just going to show that you're making your payments like we don't re- we you don't just even can't re- use it you can't use it it's right. like frozen I guess yeah. until you chose you choose to be removed from the plan or the 60 months is up um, so I'm like amazing <laughs> It's like when your character in a video game goes to charge. Yeah, you exactly. Can't move and you're yep. just charging. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, whatever. I'm gaining health back. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I did the math of that, and they're like, and also the minimum payment gets way lowered. Like, typically the minimum payment is like $200 a month, um, but like it's lowered to $60 a month. So, like, all you have to do is pay that. And they're like, they did the math. And if you paid $80 a month, you would have it paid off in the 60 months. I'm like, shit. Yeah, this is perfect. Marissa, let's get an apartment. <laughs> like we can do it. Um, so that was super exciting. I set up automatic payment in my Bank of America. Yep. Hey, pay Barclay card. It was uh the minimum was actually a hundred thirty-five dollars a month. Um so For I Barclay. set up Barclay card. Yeah. Pay seventy dollars every paycheck, two paychecks a month. That's hundred forty dollars a month, just a little bit over, whatever. Um, we'll get it done in like fifty months or whatever. Right. Um and then just set that up, made sure it was working, saw a couple payments come through. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, it's done. And I set it up so it's a repeating payment on the day that I get paid, so I don't yeah. even notice it. So I wake up in the morning and I've already gotten my money and that money's been taking out. So I never even know that that money was there. Right. I'm like, this is perfect. This, I'm just gonna let this do this thing for a while. And then maybe when I'm more comfortable, if I get a promotion, I get more money, I'll increase it to like $80 or $90 yeah, on the yeah, paycheck. Yeah. Check it like a week ago. <laughs> My intro, my uh, account, I was like, let's see how much of a dent I made. The balance is significantly higher than it was before. I panic thinking that someone's been using my credit card, figure out what's going on. I look into it. Uh, I'm no longer on the payment program. What the fuck? I call it Barclay card. Why am I no longer on the payment program? You've been paying $104 a month and you've been paying them bi-weekly. You need to have been paying them monthly. Okay. Nobody told me that. 
you also haven't been hitting the amount properly. It was $155 a month. Like she said, $135 a month. That's what I still have written down in my notes, like on my phone from when I made that call. She looked and they're like, oh, geez, that sounds really bad. Let's, well, I'm going to hang up with you now, scan the call, and I'm going to have the manager call you back. The manager called me back. Hey, we scanned it. She said 155 and it has to be monthly. So I literally just wrote something down wrong. So I was taken off the plan after two missed payments, which was in February. <laughs> Uh, and then the interest rate turned back on the minimum payment went back up. So since I wasn't even making close to the minimum payment anymore, the late fees started stacking on, I flipped out on Barclay card. I'm like, listen, I get it. This was a mistake on my part, not yours. Nobody, like, I didn't get an email about this. Nobody called me about this. They're like, we sent you letters. I never got a letter. Well, it's the address on here. Fucking forgot to change my address in the Barclay card because I set it up in December and I was like, Mm. I'm just going to set it and forget it. Mm. I forgot it enough to not change my address. So they sent me a letter saying, you missed one of the payments. If you miss another one, you're going to be taking it off. You missed another one. You're now taken off. They also sent me a letter saying, thank you for becoming part of this program. But like, I missed all of that. And apparently those programs are very, very strict. And if they ever put someone back on the program that was like kicked off of it, they get like super heavily audited. Why did you do this? Blah, blah, blah. This is a very strict thing that you have to do. So like, we're not putting you back on. (laughs) Like, I get that it was just a simple mistake, like a couple small mistakes on your end. But since it wasn't on our end, you're shit out of luck. So I'm panicking right now. (laughs) So I had to like rebudget everything. Like I'm just cutting shit left and right. My meals, I'm basically on ramen for a couple months. Rice and beans, cheaper. Sure. And more nutrition. (laughs) Yeah. More nutrition, rice and beans. But like I'm writing down like, all right, this is what I'm going to get for lunch. I have to buy these two things this many weeks. So it's going to cost me like a crazy level of budgeting I never thought I was going to be able to do. But thankfully, also, I figured out that I spent $300 a month on restaurants. So You went out that much? Yeah. (laughs) Oh. And restaurants counting like delivery, like Fuck. getting a pizza delivered, that's $20 that night. Getting Dunkin' Donuts that's more, that morning, that's $7, so that's $27 that day. Well, I mean, I go out to eat usually once a week. Yeah. So I'm going to try and do less than that. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to say, so I probably spent like 150 So like crust is going to be an extra treat for me because like I'm in this new mode where I'm like, I am a broke college kid again. <laughs> So my history with credit is very weird. So I was intimidated by credit cards my entire life Mm -hmm. Um, because I heard so much about how credit cards can ruin your life. Uh, Not not to shove it in your face, but that's... I'm I'm not near life ruin. Well, that's good. I'm just... uh Uh-oh. Yeah. So Frugal time. So you can ask like Mimi or you can ask anybody who's really lived with me. I've always been very... uh, My whole life I've been very frugal because my parents raised me to be frugal. Yeah. They raised me to say... No, I can tell. That's... No, like, yeah. that wasn't like a joke. Like, right, right. I remember when you bought the knife, <laughs> like the amount of research that you did into the knife and like your meals, like yeah, you make all your own meals and it's like, it's just slop, but it's like, it hits your macros and yeah, like, yeah. it's the most efficient way to hit your macros and you buy this big thing of broccoli at Costco or whatever. Yeah. It's so it's always, uh, so I was always raised with the sense of just, it's my money. I need to. Ch- That's why I don't gamble. It's like you need to oh, cherish yeah. it. You do. You need to provide yourself with your money. Mm-hmm. So, I remember when I started shopping, 
the big thing that I learned from one of my good friends, Cyrus, who I'm actually supposed to FaceTime so I could drink the bottle of tealing because I told him I would drink it with him through FaceTime, uh, nice. is that it's all about the price per weight and what you get for that bargain. Hmm. So I remember it made me laugh because I never realized how efficient I was until I went grocery shopping with Mimi. Yep. And we went to go check out and Mimi was laughing. And I remember think I remember asking her why what's what's so funny? What's up? She said, You're somehow spending fifteen dollars less than me, but have two extra bags worth of food. <laughs> I remember saying, Well, well yeah, you saw how I shop. It's I study the price per weight per serving size. I measure the serving sizes per container. Yep. And I buy accordingly. So I get the most bang for buck. And yep. then I get sales, the clearance items and you know, buy three for five and you just, you figure out the math of that, of just what am I putting my investment into? Mm -hmm. And then you have food. Yep. She went, I need to do that because that's insane that you have that much food for like $9. Yep. That's, and I felt good about myself. I went, Ooh, yes. So I was raised with credit cards to be told you spend it instead of cash and then you pay it off immediately. Yeah. So I didn't get a credit card until 2012. Oh, wow. 2011, 2012. So really fucking late in life. Were you like only... out of college? Yeah, this was... Yeah. I graduated in 2010. College? Yeah. Wow. So 2011, 2012 is when I got my first credit card. And the way I got my first credit card, because I never looked into it until I went to go look for it, and I thought... I, I didn't know what credit was. And then somebody explained what credit was, and I went, oh, I've been wasting time. I need to get into this credit business. Yeah. How do I get my credit up? So I partnered with Cyrus... And he helped me break because he's a he's a mastermind about this shit. He we broke down the systems, the pros and cons of every card available, and what card and what tier I should aim for. So Discover is very loosey goosey. Very hey, come hey, on, you want a credit card? <laughs> <laughs> that. So I used Discover to start building my credit, mm-hmm. and then I that got was my first one too. Yeah, and then I got enough good, and then I used it just like that. I paid. I use it all the time, knowing that I'm basically treated literally like cash. So I would check, see my checking account, how much money do I have? That's I, how much do I want to spend out of that? Yep. That's basically what I have on this Discover card. Yep. So in my head, that's what I used it for. So Genius. I got and I paid it off. I still do this. I pay off all my cards every month. Yep. So I down to zero. Yeah, I just pay the full statement <laughs> each and every time. Like that thought makes me like, I'm sorry. Just the thought of I'm like, sorry. that's where I'm trying to get. And that's where I will be eventually is just like so chocolatey well, and you, wholesome to me. You can, you can ask uh Dweezy about this, but he always made fun of me because of how I would eat. Mm-hmm. Cause I would just be eating. My lunch was just like leftover pretzels and peanuts. And he'd be <laughs> making fun of me. Just why are you eating? Why are you eating twigs? It's just this is like this is all I can afford, man. This is all I can eat. Like this is this is all I have. I don't have anything else. I can't afford nice things like Subway. I can't do that shit. You see, we eating Subway and shit. It's like, oh, we can't all be eating Subway, Dweezy. We don't all got Subway money. That was that was such a thing back then of Subway? like, no, just everybody in that break room. Everybody would be going out to eat. You get Moe's and some people would get Ted's and yeah. drive to Subway, go to the mall. I would bump into people at the food court like, hey, you on your break too? I'm on my break too. Let's yeah. spend way too much money at the food court. Meanwhile, I'm eating frozen veggies and rice and that yeah. was my lunch every day. So yeah. it's not like my lifestyle ever really changed. Yeah. I've always been like this. So it's been easy for me to just say, I only have this much I can spend on a budget. Mm-hmm. I will use it on the credit card, then I will pay it off. 
And then my credit got to a point where it was, okay, now I can get a credit that gives me reward points. Mm-hmm. I'll get Capital One. Then I got that card. Then I went, oh, my membership can get me this card. And I get 4, 4% cash back here, 3 here, 2 here, 1 here. I'll get that card. And now I have three cards. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about getting a fourth just because my Discover card is one of those three and I don't use it for anything really. Mm-hmm. I use it enough to have, I think, a $10 balance on it. Sure. I think I pay off just one monthly thing like Netflix. And that's all. Oh it's for. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's, to keep it active and yeah, just to yeah. keep it active because I have a I have a good amount of uh, credit available on it. Yep. Because I've had it for so long, and since I've never missed a payment in the history of having credit cards, they all seem to really like me. Yeah. So, it's cool, but I don't really like. I don't go nuts on them. Yeah. So like, <laughs> my most recent one was my Costco Visa card, my City Visa card. And when I first got it, it was just, congratulations, you got this amount of credit added. Oh, congratulations, you got this amount of credit. And it was just, cool, I'm never going to use it. But yeah. that's I haven't broken like $1,500 ever on a yeah. credit card. Oh, lies. I've done it before for like large payments for things that I'm, I'm paying off immediately mm-hmm. with like paying team fees for hockey or something. It's like gotcha. I'll put on my card and I have money from everybody and I'll pay it off. Right. But no, my normal lifestyle, I never have high balances. So mm-hmm. it's just, okay. Thanks for the credit line. I'm not going to use it. Yeah. But yeah, so, so far I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good. And I've, my goal now is to get a credit score in the mid 800s. That's some. that's my goal. And that's hard. To get I, it that high. I haven't missed a fucking payment in the history of having credit cards. Yeah. I've been making my payments on time in full each and every time. Use Mint. By Intuit. Well, Mint, Mint saves your money. No, Mint has a new feature of like credit score, where it's at, what can make it better. This is what's good about your credit score. This is what you could improve. Credit Karma does the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, what do you want me to do, man? Like I've been, I've been fucking perfect for, I'm on like a nine year. More things. Win streak. Like have more payments. Like before I even got my first credit card, my credit score was pretty decent because I paid my own Verizon bill and my own car payments. Yeah. Uh, And I took out a loan. So I was paying that perfectly and my dad told me like take the minimum payment if that's like really all you can afford just try to round up or even a little bit more than that so it's like 148 dollars a month and i was paying 160 dollars a month so So. like just those things i went into my first credit card with a good score yeah that's good it's not great right now (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry i basically just bragged but no 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 it's like you like you deserve to <laughs> and i didn't even see it as bragging it's just oh. it's your same dub habits and <laughs> you're basically your dubs habits just translate into really good credit score it's <laughs> basically it it's just yeah. how can i optimize this experience what can i do to optimize the best possible outcome this exactly. is what i should do and that's that's what i'm into now and it's actually kind of fun it's like, it's like a game I'm trying to min max my life <laughs> yeah right yeah and it's something that's cool because it's immediately it's it's an immediate effect yeah it's, and also, like, since I've been on this, like, this new, like, okay, I got to, like, keep, be mindful of all my money stuff. I've been getting, like, emails from Mint. It was like, congratulations, your credit score went up, like, every week. So, like, every week it's gone up a, a few points. That's good. So, that's really good to that's good. claim. Yeah. See the balance go down, credit, credit score go up. What's crazy is how much that shit crushes people's life, though. Yeah. Like, some people are so fucked by credit cards and yep. credit debt and and low low scores they're literally fucked and they're like drowning and it can only get worse and they're literally fucked in life exactly and it takes so much to get out of that pit and even when you're out you're you're like you're doing great now or whatever 
your credit score is still like, yeah, but like, what about those last You know the credit scores? I remember I only watched like half an episode of this, but if there's a Black Mirror episode <laughs> yeah. with a counter of like your likes or whatever, yeah, or how exactly. people view you, yeah. that's your credit score. Yeah, exactly. To the world of, to like to, modern, to the to, modern world. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's weird. It's really weird, but. But like, it makes sense, honestly, like in like a dystopian kind of way. Yeah, of doesn't like, it? There needs to be, I mean, the number, I also learned this really, uh, recently, the number isn't everything. Like no. when you go to apply to a loan, they don't, they don't just look at your number and be like, cool. They'd be like, that guy has a good score. But what we're really interested about is like how much, like what's the most he's ever had and has he been able to pay it off? Cause now he's asking for $50,000 for a house Ooh. or whatever, or like, okay, this is really good, but he's trying to sign up for this really exclusive credit card. How many missed payments has he had? Oh, and they smart. can look into that. So, smart. and that's why like certain things like those people like can really get fucked of like, yeah. no, I'm good now. My, all my credit score or my credit cards are at zero balance and I make all my payments on time and but blah, blah, blah. Credit history. Yeah. That blah, 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 blah. That's all right. But we're getting there. You're getting there. Yeah. It'll always be worse. And it's going to be better next week. It's going to be better on Saturday. And oh, it's going to be so good on Saturday. I was going to say next week, we're totally going to talk about our date so hard. Yes. <laughs> I hope people are, I hope you guys aren't tired of listening about pizza. You better not be. Go listen to some other show. <laughs> <laughs> this is the pizza and Marvel show. <laughs> <laughs> this is basically the pizza and movie show. That's basically yeah. all this is at this point. But yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm really excited. This episode is sponsored by Crust. Thank you, Crust. Thank you. Not really. We know we should talk to Crust and just be like, hey, we're here for our <laughs> podcast to review the pizza. Get a blank business card that says, like, <laughs> enough about you. How do, how do you think that will go if we showed up and said that? What? Hey, guys, we're just, we're actually here for uh, from our podcast and we're here to review the pizza. Hold up like a press badge? No, just, hi, free pizza, please? No, no, just hold up our phone and just say, it's called Enough About You. You guys should listen to it. And if you like it, you guys should sponsor us. What would that do? I don't know. Get us money. <laughs> we'll talk. It's like, hey, guys, go to Crust, say promo code <laughs> EAY, and you get 5% off drinks. Or 5% <laughs> say off- promo code Chris's Prostate. <laughs> <laughs> That's 15% off to pizzas. Get, to get an extra 50% price added onto your pizza. <laughs> 15 percent extra 15 percent off uh your next pizza and then everybody who goes in and abuses that code we get like a slice of the deal or something abuses that code yes <laughs> cool right yeah but anybody works? uh go to crust and use the discount code chris's prostate and they'll say what are you talking about please leave <laughs> we'll see how it goes on saturday yes but okay cool yes and then we'll talk about it on the next show pizza pizza okay How hard could it be? This is, this is the test, right? This is the test. Okay. <laughs> When's the last time I've gone, I've gone live into this shit? I'd see it get like you're, you're recording at the beginning. Oh, don't be like ruled the by beginning. your fear. <laughs> test. <laughs> test. Why, did you have something you want to talk about tonight, specifically? Yeah. We'll talk about it in the past for those listening. Oh, sure. We nope. just talked about it. Wasn't that part crazy? Oh, yes. That part was so intense. I can't believe we got into such a big fight. When Dubs said... That part that he said? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>